Hello, Auburn family, and welcome back after an extended break to another episode of Page 8 Podcast brought to you by the Auburn Plainsman. And if you haven't been with us before, I'm your host, Kristen Carr, and I am so excited to be back here with you all for another semester full of all of the amazing sports that you love. Today is going to be all about updating you on anything that you might have missed over the break, as well as looking forward um, specifically for Auburn basketball. So we're going to start off with basketball, and the SEC schedule for Auburn basketball is now fully underway, and Auburn is ranked number four in the country, y'all, and on an 11-game winning streak heading into Alabama on Tuesday, and then they go to Ole Miss on Saturday. Alan Flanagan looks to be back on the court for real this time as he made appearances in this game um, against Florida. He's been, um, you know, in and out on these injuries and um, looks to be back in the game. And for me, just looking overall, you know, sort of a overview, I think a standout player so far this season has to be Walker Kessler. And I think it's a little bit unexpected for a lot of people. Um, You know, he came into this season as a transfer from North Carolina, didn't have a ton of playing time there. And man, he has made such an impact on this team. And honestly, I think he's a huge part of the identity of the team as well. And just what they've sort of formed to be. This team is really different from a lot of the teams that Auburn has had in the past. And it looks like they're finally finding their niche and they're really learning how to work together. Um, you know, this game against Florida that they had uh, this past week, we did see a little bit of sloppiness, I would say, um, more than what we've seen over those games beforehand. But uh, we saw a lot of turnovers. We saw a, a lot of fast-paced um movement of the ball, but um, I think what Bruce Pearl is going to try to do most likely is just get them to settle down a little bit. And I will say, I do want to give credit to the Florida defense. Their defense was incredible in that game. It was so fun to watch. And man, the environment at Auburn Arena was fantastic. And it was just an absolutely electric game. But you have to give credit to Florida. Um, they are not ranked, but man, they played like it. They they are a great team. Um, and so that was a really, really fun game to watch. And he just, he didn't shine um, quite as much Walker Kessler in that game, but um, just on a consistent basis, man, he has done such a great job and been such a um, foundational player for this team. So it'd be really fun um, to watch how they all continue to gel and move forward and you know, you're seeing ESPN, you're seeing all these people talk about how Auburn really could be uh, there at the end um, in this season. So it'll be really, really fun. I think Auburn fans are just so hyped up for it. Um, the students are so behind it. I posted a video on my Twitter um, this past week for the Florida game. Man, the line for the students to get into the student section was so long. I mean, these students are so dedicated to this program, and Bruce Pearl has really built a culture here um, unlike anything I have ever seen. It's just so incredible to watch Um, and and to be a part of as a student myself, Um, and and just really, really fun. Hey, this is Collins Keith, podcast writer for The Plainsman. If you like this podcast and would like to support the organization and our team, You can visit our website at theplainsman.com and click on the button in the upper right-hand corner that says Donate. 
You'll be supporting over 127 years of local, editorially independent journalism right here at Auburn. Thank you so much in advance, and now back to the show. All right, so we're now going to be switching tunes a little bit and talking a little bit about football. Yes, I know it's not football season anymore, but I can't help myself. (laughs) And it's good to update you guys on what's been on a ton, a ton of turnover in the football department over the break. Um, Most notably, the transfer of Bo Nix to Oregon. Um, We had Sean Shivers transfer out, Kobe Hudson transferred out, and a lot of other people, um, a ton of just it's like a carousel of people just getting on and off. <laughs> um, and it'll be interesting, you know, to see what what that final team ends up to be um, for next season. It's hard to predict the, you know, how well it's going to go at the moment. But um, Auburn also gained a few transfers as well. Um, I would say most notably Calzada from AM. Um, I have seen a lot of students really excited about Calzada coming in. And a lot of people saying, hey, he could be a starter. Um, And I'm not sure what I think about that. I think I would like to see Demetrius Davis and what he has to offer. Part of me knows, you know, I think if he had uh, a big enough spark that they maybe would have featured him a little bit more this past season um, or in the bowl game at least. Uh, Obviously, Harson is not seeing exactly what he wants to see from the quarterback room. Uh, which is why he felt the need to bring in Calzada. So I think Calzada is an incredible addition um, to the team, and, and we will see how his contribution is going to um, going to affect the team. But that's a huge pickup. And then, uh, you know, there are a few others, obviously, that, that transferred in. But I would say what I'm most excited for in the turnover, and, you know, you had coaches coming in and out, would definitely be the new offensive coordinator coming in, Austin Davis. I think he is going to do wonders for this offense. It's going to be so fun to watch the competition in the QB room next season, as I mentioned just a moment ago. I think he has tremendous potential to really coach these guys up. He's worked, you know, obviously in Seattle and, um, you know, he was the quarterback coach for Seattle and the experience that he's had, the people that he's worked with, he obviously played in the NFL. All of it's so great. And I think his his demeanor, his experience, his work ethic, the way that he, you know, where he was from Southern Miss, you know, went, worked his way up and, and went into the NFL is just a cool, um, he's very gritty, I think, is the cool thing about it. And he's going to be able to coach these guys up really well. I mean, we can't make too many predictions at the moment because we haven't really seen him work in Auburn yet, but I'm excited. I think it, there's a lot of potential there. Um, so now we're going to move on to a little bit of a different topic. Um, Auburn Undercover has reported on this issue. Other beat writers have reported on this. And there's a certain sentiment right now in the social media online arena at Auburn that is being discussed. Um, so what's going on? If you're not already aware of this, there have been an increasingly, or sorry, there has been an increasingly toxic environment, specifically on social media surrounding Auburn and Auburn football. Interestingly, so different from the social media environment for the basketball team. It's really interesting how they're they're very, very different. But it's been so much so 
that it has reportedly caused negative impact on Auburn's recruiting. Um, And Auburn Undercover interviewed a former coach, and he was explaining to them how on recruiting trips, they would, you know, go on these recruiting trips, the moms of these players that they're recruiting would bring out copies of this extremely degrading, toxic material that, you know, mostly would come from Twitter and, you know, just ask them, hey, is my son going to be a target of this? Um, What, how do y'all handle this? You know, and the coach said that it straight up lost them recruits. Um, And, you know, another side of the story is the Bo Nix angle. And I absolutely believe that a large reason for him leaving is because of the criticism that he received on social media from Auburn fans. Um, And, you know, there are two sides to this, right? You have the side of, well, if you're a quarterback or whatever position, right? Um, And you play for an SEC team, there's a certain expectation of what you will deliver. And when you don't, you will face a lot of heat. That's part of the job. You know, you sign up for it. You should be able to handle it, have some tough skin. And then the other side of that is, you know, if the criticism is so bad and becomes abusive or bullying or turns into even physical threats, um, as we have heard about, that is just inexcusable. And would absolutely cause damage to the program and anyone involved. Um, and so, you know, it's a very hard issue. And it's one that we are seeing become an increasingly uh, popular discussion among a lot of Auburn fans. But what I just want to challenge people to do is, you know, with social media, it's, it's a lot of it's hard, you know, because you're behind a screen And, you know, you can say all these things or whatever you're thinking, but what you forget sometimes is that there are real people behind the screen and real people. These guys have real feelings and real families. And what you say doesn't just affect them. It affects their family. It affects their friends. And I think that, you know, it's okay to have an opinion and it's okay to maybe have criticism, but you know, always do it in such a way where, you know, it's it's not going to be bullying or harmful to other people. And I mean, even if it's just for the selfish reason that you want Auburn to get good recruits, um, I just think the Auburn family needs to act like it. Um, and I would hope that maybe now that some of this is coming out, um, that it might change the way that people view maybe what they might what they might say on Twitter. Um because you can say so much and, you know, words do carry weight. And so I think that it would be a good thing for all of Auburn fans, you know, even if you are critical, even if you're upset about something, um, to always think about the person on the other side of the screen. Um, and there is no one, no one that wants to win games more than these guys do. Um, and, you know, Harson talked about that over the season. Like, nobody wants to win more than they do. Um, and so it's just important to remember that and keep that in mind as you, as you tweet and as you, you know, post on Instagram or whatever. Um, and it's an important issue and I think we should keep discussing it, keep, um, keep it at the forefront because it affects not only just the recruiting or the economical part of, of what's going on at Auburn, but it affects real people and and real families. Um, and I just, I do want to end with that and just end with, Let's be the Auburn family and stand by what we say that we stand by. You know, we have this wonderful creed that we um, that we talk about and we say. And 
I really hope that in the future that we can really live up to it. It's a lot to live up to, but um, that's what makes Auburn so special is the fact that we treat each other with respect and we value hard work, we value loyalty and all of that good stuff. Um, and so I hope that as we head into basketball season, continuing um, and baseball season and all of the different things that we'll be covering, um, just going by all of that and remembering that these people are their people too. All right, guys, I think that is going to be all for us today. Um, thank you so much for joining us, and we will have another episode out for you guys next week, so be sure to come back for that. We have so much ahead of us this semester, um, some really fun guests, and hopefully some coaches are going to be coming on with us, so stay tuned for that, and we will see you guys next time. 